Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne. This episode today is brought to you by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let it, let's pop open a beer and take a look at the market. You're going to need it if you're looking at the charts today. All right, so market update. Big, Bitcoin is down over 9% today. Market cap at the lowest point it's been in in months. Is this the bottom? Have we seen it yet? It's too early to tell. Is it time to start buying? Again, it's too early to tell. But at this point, you want to buy as it falls. You want a dollar cost average. Uh, if, you're not, if you don't know how to read charts and technical analysis yet, and you want to, you want to invest and you've looked up, you've done your research, uh, as the price is dropping, you want to layer, stagger some buy-ins. Don't buy everything at once. I compare that to, I remember when I was a kid and I had some money in my pocket, burning a hole in my pocket, blew it on something stupid and then something really good came along. I didn't have any money to spend. It's the same thing here whenever you're buying uh, as it falls. And you also don't want to try to wait and catch the bottom because that's like trying to catch a falling knife. Very hard to do. Stagger your buy-ins. It may dip a little bit more after you finish your buy-ins, but at least you got in at a good, good point. All right. So let's look at the market. What is going on today? Uh, so what in the crypto is Facebook up to? So former head of Messenger, David Marcus, who leads the Facebook crypto team. Yes, I said that right. Facebook crypto team basically announced he was stepping down from the board of Coinbase, the biggest crypto startup. Facebook told Coindesk that this was to avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest which is exactly what it was. So Marcus provided a statement at TechCrunch explaining he was stepping down because of the new group. I'm setting up a Facebook around blockchain, setting up at Facebook around blockchain. So interesting to see what's going to happen. David Marcus came from PayPal. He was at one time the president of PayPal. He was the one that implemented the payment system within Facebook Messenger. So where is this going for crypto? It's very hard to say. I would predict the first thing you probably see come out of Facebook in the cryptocurrency space would be a mobile wallet. Now there may be more coming than that. Maybe their own cryptocurrency is too early to tell, but that is just my prediction. So next up in the news, so Tezos Foundation has announced that it will be issuing financial grants to research institutions for blockchain tech and smart contract developments according to an official press release dated yesterday. So the Tezos Foundation will provide grants to four universities, Cornell University, University of Vera Interior, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, and France IOI, as noted in the press release. So Tezos was an ICO that launched last year, uh, had a lot of legal troubles before even getting that project off the ground. Uh, I personally invested in that one a year ago see a lot of premise, a lot of use, a lot of functioning use out of their blockchain technology they're developing. Uh, we will see what happens with that as just recently they were able to get the tokens issued to the people that had, that had invested into the ICO. So next on the agenda, Singaporean venture capital firm Golden Gates Ventures is launching what it bills as Southeast Asia's first dedicated venture capital cryptocurrency fund with $10 million in investment capital. So dubbed LoonX Ventures, the fund's also going to focus on cryptocurrency and blockchain space by investing in early stage startups, including cryptocurrency exchanges. There's a lot of exchanges emerging on the market today. As I mentioned in yesterday's episode, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Basically, decentralized exchanges 
are really what's going to lead the way. There's been some problems with centralized exchanges. You're storing, you know, in some cases, decentralized cryptocurrencies on a centralized exchange. Exchange gets hacked through no fault of your own, and you're out some money. About uh, about eight months ago, I had some money in in a project called Ryblox. Has also been rebranded as Nano on an exchange called Bitgrail. Now that exchange was created mainly for the purpose of trading uh, Ryblox and it was hacked and is insolvent and now we're waiting for all the legal proceedings to go through to see if we're going to get anything out of that. So decentralized exchanges are huge and, and it's going to be the wave of the future. So another interesting news, so Bitmain announced today the launch of two internet routers that combine either Dash or Siacoin. So in a tweet that they shared online, they said the new miners known as Ant Router R3 Dash and Ant Router R3 Sia will function as internet routers that can mine cryptocurrencies at the same time using the device's idle processing power. Now, I did share this news article on the face, our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto, so make sure you take a look at that. There is even a link to Bitmain site where you can order the routers. Not a bad price, not exactly sure what it's gonna mine, but if it's using the idle time of your router, the outer idle power already, it's not really gonna cost you much, if anything, electricity. So why not pick up a few coins here or there? All right, so moving along, where are the bulls? So I know we're looking at everything. We're, we're, we're knee deep in what we think is a bear market. The market's been down for some time. Some spikes here or there, nothing really uh, sustainable. But the bear... Yeah, that's the bear. The bear is ruling right now, but where are the bulls? When, when will they return? So we've got to get ready for a bull run right now. Right now, there's blood in the market. People are panicking. We're seeing the lowest it's ever been. Now is when we get ready for the bull market that will emerge. When it's going to happen, nobody knows the future. But think about this. Noah did not wait for the rain until he started to build the ark, right? So you've got to be ready now. The last bull run that Bitcoin went on, just listen to these numbers and these timelines. So November 13th to December 18th, 2017, that's only a 35-day period. Bitcoin price went from 6,100 to 19,500. Think about that. Where, where's Bitcoin right now? As of this time of this recording, Bitcoin's right at 6,100. So it doesn't take long for a bull run to happen. So Fundstrat's Tom Lee issued a hypothesis stating that crypto bull and bear markets are cyclical and made up of actually three stages. We think it's just bull and bear. He, he listed as a bull run, a bear market, and then nothing. Now, nothing is basically just sideways movement, not a lot, maybe some spikes and valleys, but nothing really sustainable, and then it repeats. Well, if you're looking at the statistics right now, most people are saying that we are in that nothing stage. How long does that nothing stage last? Uh, on average in Bitcoin's history, it's been about 135 days. That, looking at when you could typically say we hit the bottom of the bear market and went into this nothing movement, we're very close. A bull run could take place anytime. It is gonna take some positive news, some positive market sentiment just to propel it. But when everything aligns, the technicals line up, the market sentiment lines up, and we start seeing a lot of money flowing into crypto like we're seeing in the news every day, we're gonna see the, the bull market take off. So no way to tell, just make sure you're ready. So let's look at, uh, quickly, I'm gonna just cover a quick topic tonight in our crypto education corner. So 
you hear us talking about cryptocurrency. Maybe this is the first time you listen to it. Maybe you're thinking about investing. Maybe you got involved and don't really understand it yet, right? So all I want to talk about right now is what are the benefits of cryptocurrency? What makes cryptocurrency? What are some arguments as to why it's better than what's already currently there? What is better than the dollar bill sitting in my pocket? What is better than the money that's sitting in my bank that I can go pay with a, a plastic card? And when you really understand the premise of our banking system with fractional reserve banking, it is gonna lead, it, it can lead to hyperinflation because in essence, they're not printing more money, but the supply of money is grossly inflated based on fractional reserve banking. In other words, uh, in layman's terms, if you were to, if everybody that had money in the bank was to go down to the bank tomorrow and want to get their money out there, the bank would be insolvent. The bank would not be able to cover all of that. Now think about that. That is part of what's going on. So why is cryptocurrency better? What's the benefits? Cheaper fees, cheaper fees for both the user and the merchants. How many times have you gone to take out money and had to pay a, you know, several dollar fee or how many times have you tried to send money and had to pay fees. And if you are a merchant or a retailer, you accept credit card payments in your business, you pay swipe fees. Every time someone swipes a credit card, you're paying a swipe fee to that card, card merchant. So that's one of the things. Ownership cannot be seized by a government, right? It's not issued by the government, can't be seized by the government. It is independent. Uh, you can, you know, you can spend it. And it's got some Anonymous, anonymous. <laughs> it, it, it's got some anonymous features to it. Got tongue tied on that one. Got some anonymous features to it that allow you to be able to feel secure about certain things you're purchasing. Now, is it private? Not all of them are. They are anonymous, but not private. So, uh, but there are some privacy coins, which is also being billed as a future uh, good investment. Is is in the uh, anonymous privacy coins. So global recognition basically means it's got recognition across multiple countries. It's got value, can be accepted. Uh, all we need is just the, the mass adoption and merchants to start accepting it. Speed, speed is huge. You know, I I've, I remember a few years ago wiring money to the Philippines and how long that process took, how much it cost. And it's just a hassle going through different borders and different exchange rates and and all of this. So global recognition and speed are huge. I've seen someone take, you know, $50,000 worth of Bitcoin and transfer it in the matter of uh, seconds and cost the, the transfer cost was less than a couple bucks. So that is a huge, huge deal. I've also seen other cryptocurrencies, the fees even much lower than that. I've seen a $10,000 transaction on Litecoin, which was an instant transfer and charge 12 cents to transfer it. So other things, so accessibility. Accessibility even to the unbanked of the world. So one thing you think about some third world countries these days, they may, they may not have much infrastructure, but a lot of them have cell networks. As the cell phone technology has, has cheapened the, the, tech, the cost of the technology, many countries now have access to smartphones but they don't have access to banks. Or maybe they're in a country like Zimbabwe or Venezuela where the currency is there, but even a, you could be a trillionaire and not be able to buy a loaf of bread because the money is so inflated and worthless. But having access to cryptocurrency changes the game. You can create your own ecosystem within that. 
And it's also counterfeit proof. You can't counterfeat it. No two people can own the same cryptocurrency at the same time. It's mathematically impossible. So that is one thing that you can definitely feel rested in knowing that it cannot be counterfeited. So if you buy a Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about if it's fake. Unless someone sells you a physical coin and they tell you it's Bitcoin, then yes, it might be fake. So uh, that is it for our crypto education corner today. As always, the news articles we talk about are posted on our Facebook page under the same name as this podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto. Make sure to head on over to our Facebook page. Give us a like. Comment on, on our posts. Let us know what future topics you want to hear us talk about on this show. What would you like to learn about? What do you have questions about? Feel free to comment. Share this with people you know that may be interested in the cryptocurrency space, wanting to learn more. We keep it short, simple, and sweet. Every day, our goal is 15 minutes or less. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us today, and I'll see you on the next episode.